Welcome to this special episode of Royally Screwed. My name is Chris Shearer, and usually I would be talking about some of the best, worst, and craziest rulers throughout history. But Royally Screwed is on a break right now, technically. I'm still giving myself work by making this special. This is a topic I've wanted to discuss, but didn't want to just put it into a random episode. The topic at hand is, what is an empire? And also, why being an empire is inherently bad. This is going to be shorter than the usual episode length, and also a bit of a different format. Also, because this is a bit of a passion-fueled project, be aware that this might not be as family-friendly as the usual royally screwed episodes. Not like I'll be swearing left and right, but just be aware if you're not really into that sort of thing. So, sit back and take a load off for this installment of Royally Special. Just what the hell is an empire? An empire is, at its most basic definition, a sovereign nation ruled by an emperor. But not always. It follows the usual naming convention of naming a type of nation after its ruler. Kingdoms have kings, duchies and dukedoms have dukes, counties have counts and viscounts, so on and so forth. It comes from the Latin word imperium, which was a term used to describe absolute power in a single ruler, be it over the government or military. But that's a bit of a limiting definition. So let's get a slightly more nuanced definition via our best friend dictionary.com. A group of nations or peoples ruled over by an emperor, empress, or other powerful sovereign or government, usually a territory of greater extent than a kingdom. And it's in that definition where we get to my problem with empires. If this is your first episode of the show, then eh, you've picked a strange one, buddy. If you are a regular listener, then you probably can remember that time after time I'm always critical of empires because they basically exist for the sole purpose of conquest. The more nuanced definition includes the fact that an empire controls multiple groups of people. Well, how the hell do you think an empire comes to control multiple groups of people and territories? Okay, I'm sure at some point in history there have been times when an empire engaged in diplomacy in order to gain territory, but... Well, that's not usually the case. We've seen it time and again. Peter the Great turned Russia into an empire by taking land during the Great Northern War. The Ottomans became an empire by toppling the Byzantine Empire. And with the conquest of different groups comes systemic inequality. I mean, racism and other forms of xenophobia aren't new. Those concepts are almost as old as civilization itself. Oh, you're different from me? Go fuck yourself, has, at least in my opinion, always been the law of nation building. And because of that rule, we get a very fun idea. Imperialism. Imperialism is more or less the use of power and control over varying people and countries in order to gain further power, be it political, military, or economic. And despite the name, it doesn't always have to do with empires. Sometimes democracies do this too. <clears throat> America. One of the most popular forms of imperialism comes with colonization. Because it's fun to set foot on land that's already populated and deciding you own it. Though the two are actually distinct ideas, it really is safe to say that one is incomplete without the other. 
you don't really go about colonizing places unless you're seeking further power, and you can't increase your sphere of authority without claiming new lands as your own. Maybe this all wouldn't be such a bad thing, which is a wild beginning to a sentence when talking about imperialism, if colonization did not end up with social inequality. This is especially common when dealing with imperialistic efforts further from home, though even colonizing the lands next door will lead to forced social hierarchies. Let's look at the former. Obvious case is basically all of the nations in North America. White people came from across the ocean and claimed the land from the natives. First Nations people of Canada and Native Americans in the United States have been second-class citizens since before either nation was officially formed. But let's take a look at examples of imperialism closer to home, because it's not always white people taking advantage of people of color. A good example of this is Japan. You might be thinking, what did Japan do wrong? Well, that would be a good question for the people of Okinawa and the Ainu people of Hokkaido and Northern Islands. Japan has done a pretty good job at trying to make itself seem culturally homogenous by silencing Okinawan and Ainu voices, going so far as trying to outlaw the use of the Ainu language. Imperialism forces subservience in many different forms of life, whether it's creating lines based on race, religion, or even language. Imperialism is why we had the American slave trade. Imperialism is why the Uyghurs are put in concentration camps in China. Hell, imperialism is the reason the Irish language almost died out. There is no such thing as positive imperialism. I don't want to make this whole special an angry rant. I'm actually holding myself back because I know this could easily devolve into a tirade denouncing all forms of government, but I won't do that. I just wanted to provide this episode to let you know that there is a damn big asterisk on every episode of this show whenever we're discussing an empire. Like, there's a reason Peter the Great didn't get a higher grade in his Were They Great episode, and it's because he created an empire, which is ironic because that's why he's known as the Great. Luckily, there aren't any nations today that are recognized as empires, mostly due to the fact that empire has slightly become a dirty word when it comes to politics. Unfortunately, as I said earlier, just because a nation doesn't call itself an empire doesn't mean it doesn't engage in imperialism. And on that downer of a note, that's it for this episode of Royally Special. I'll try to put out one of these special topic episodes during the breaks between the regular batches of episodes. Not all of them will be about topics like this. There have been several rulers that I think are interesting, but there just isn't enough info on them to make a full episode. Also, I'm not going to make any promises here, but maybe I might put out one of these every now and then on an off week during the regular show. Anyway, regular episodes of the show will be back on December 5th. I hope you'll join me then for another topsy-turvy look into history's most interesting rulers.